Hello, and welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm Dan, the teacher. I'm Morg, one of the students. And I'm Devin, the other student. And if you hear jingling in the background, it's my cat, who is um, a temporary student, <laughs> apparently. Uh, welcome. He skips uh, class a lot. Welcome, new kid Gizmo. <laughs> he skips class a lot. <laughs> He's not usually here. <laughs> Normie says beyond the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, I, oh yeah, I wanted to open up with just a small bit of Sonic news. So, I think sometime between last recording and this one, or even a little bit before that, uh, the Sonic OVA ca- came out, er, sorry, the Sonic OVA soundtrack had, like, a bunch of, like, the original high-quality, uh, recordings re-uploaded or actually just like uploaded like someone who apparently was like had connections to the studio that made it was able to like dig up all of the old soundtrack recordings and just post them on the internet uh giving us wonderful crisp hd variants of of the south island theme and look alike and so on and so forth Uh, I'm glad it happened. Uh, I thought you were going to say there's another OVA that came out, and I'm like, what? (laughs) I wish. Well, I guess if you think about it, uh, the Sonic Mania Adventures thing could count as its own OVA, since it's, like, heavily inspired by by the OVA's, like, art and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm putting that in the classic continuity just just because, really. Because you um, can. Looks good. Yeah. No rules, just right. That it? So, we wa- this week we watched two episodes of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. What were y'all's thoughts on it? Um. Well, I mean, I've seen the show before. But it's still like every time I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's a lot happening. Yeah, so much happened within the process of like between both episodes, 40 minutes that my brain melted once. But I do love the raw, chaotic, Looney Tune energy of it. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. Were you talking about Robotnik's voice actor right there? Yeah. Yeah. Long John Baldry was an incredible uh voice actor. I'm I'm so glad he was they got him. Uh What if they had gotten Sonic too and he was just always like I'm waiting in the games. Ugh. And you just died every time. If Jaleel White had voiced Sonic in an actual video game, I think that would I think it would be somewhat horrifying. It's, it's a, it's certainly a voice. Uh, Could you imagine <laughs> like 
It would definitely be in a racing game where every time you got behind him, he would just yell, I'm waiting. And you're like, shut up. You're shut, like, I shut will up, win. Sonic. I know Jaleel White re- reprised his role as Sonic in a rather notorious fan film of of Sonic that came out many years ago. Uh, what? The fan film... Yeah, there was this fan film by the same people who made the Mega Man fan film. And uh, it wasn't great. Uh, but if there's anything that's worth noting about it, it's that it had, like, a bunch of... It it was, like, 20 to 40 minutes. Ha- did not... Had a very low budget. But did manage to score both the angry video game nerd and the nostalgia critic to play minor roles. Oh. Uh- Interesting. Okay, then. Are we gonna watch that at some point? I've... I have some some thoughts in mind for, like, covering, like, fan works. Okay. I don't want to let, let on too much, but... But I have, like, my main plan for fan works. And I think there's, like, a big maybe if, like, we ever, like, clear something out and... There's still a lot of other stuff to cover. Maybe put a fan thing slot in there. I don't know. Okay. So why don't we talk about the first episode we cu- we watched today. Episode 13. Uh, uh, what it, was it? What was it called? Hang on, I have it to was... check my notes. It says, is that episode oh, 13? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was Best Hedgehog. Yeah. Bet- Betch Hedgehog. Best Let me hedgehog. just double check to make sure I got it right. His Sonic. gender is Hedgehog. Officially. Yeah. I did not think it was going to be a wedding episode based on that title. Because I didn't realize it was like a best man, best hedgehog thing. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, the wedding doesn't actually happen until like the very end. It was like a very quick joke that they decided to make the entire title of their episode, which I gotta say, good move. Camp. So this episode, uh, so Sonic is canonically married to Robotnik in this continuity. Okay, thank God. So yeah, yeah I was gonna talk about that. He never got it. Yeah. Do you think he signed a prenup? Hmm. I think hmm. good question. If they get divorced, hmm. does Sonic get half the company? I feel like, given the nature of Sonic in this world, they might still be married, but Sonic has like a plan, has like a backup plan to get divorced and take stuff from him just to like own Eggman at some point. He does love to own Eggman. He does love to own a- that Eggman. This episode just starts with Sonic and Tails breaking into Robotnik's fortress because they found out that there's this guy who's been locked in there for like 30 years and they want to get him out. How did they find this out? Who told them? Yeah, he's just in there. I I am wondering that now. Did Oh, I know how they how they got it like Sonic and Tails were just, like, walking around in the overworld, and, well, no, they were walking around in, like, the 
one of the towns and they heard they overheard some dialogue and their quest marker got updated. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we got to do this side quest right now. Yeah. So they find this guy and he's like, he appears to be like just a big ball of hair with a pair of arms and legs. Uh, his name's Lucas. The alarms go off. Some robots show up. Sonic the, is... Oh, yeah? The, those robots, those, like, octopus robots, they make, like, such pathetic noises. It's very funny. <laughs> They're just like... Ah! like <laughs> put it out of its misery. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic takes them out by, uh... He takes one of them out by doing this bit where he brushes his quills and then, like, when the robot shoots laser at him, he uses his hand mirror to reflect the shots back at him. Uh, I did not write down how he beat the other robot. Uh, um, so uh, I think, I, I don't remember exactly. He, like, went upstairs or something and I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe he... You crushed him under some stairs or something. I don't really remember. But, like, Robotnik is watching this on a security camera, so he has a scratch shoot a rotten egg bomb at Sonic. Uh, they just <laughs> have a cannon pointing directly to their basement. You know, just in case. Just uh, in case. One Sonic appears. Hashtag normal. <laughs> normal. Hashtag normal egg things. One specific um, cannon for eggs pointed at your basement. Yeah. But Sonic, um, like, is like, I mean, the, all three of them notice uh, Sonic, Tails, and Lucas. So Sonic runs and gets a spring out of a grandfather clock to, like, bounce it right back up to them. And splash, splatter, uh, Robotnik with goo. He's very gooey. Yeah, Sonic has like Tails and Lucas escape while he goes up to continue to own Robotnik by dressing up as a chef and, uh, I guess cooking him in a yeah. huge skillet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did did. Did he just let him put him in a skillet? Like, who knows? When you go so fast, when you go so fast, you can't really, can't really stop him. <laughs> I just got a very dark thought of like, oh, that, that like, that thing with the flash, that fucking post with the flash's rival just talking about how he, oh, uh, he's the top. Maybe. What? Is it... What? Uh, there's this tweet that's like... That's like... The Flash's rival just telling him how... <laughs> Never mind, I... Oh, I think I was thinking... If you've ever heard of the Flash rival... Let's see. The Flash... Remember when you were making out with your first girlfriend? And you came right as she touched your leg? It was me, Barry. 
I jerked you off at super speed so it'd seem like you nutted at just a woman's tut. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I regret it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of a completely different meme. The flash is jerking off. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> the one that goes like. Well, I'll see if I can find, like, the audio version and just splice it in right there. Uh, <laughs> I'll look it up later. I mean, that was really oh, funny. The, first, the reverse flash. Okay. Uh, Sonic, this Sonic might as well be doing that. Uh, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've seen so many ages of Robotnik in this show because eventually we get to the point where like all three of them make it out and they ask like why were you locked away for 30 years and he was like um I don't know Robotnik didn't like me because I liked the girl that he liked in high school was that high school? Yeah they say high school yeah, that's weird. Um, I know it's a cartoon, but like that's still weird. Let's just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we, you know, we, nice guy Robotnik. Big surprise. Have you ever thrown the high school jock into a cage for 30 years for looking at your girl? Have you ever just... <laughs> Yeah, just get a robot snake to entangle someone. <laughs> he got he got in an entanglement. <laughs> we did see Teen Robotnik. Teen Robotnik has a bowl cut and pimples because he's a a nerdy teen. Yeah, so like the girl he liked, Lucinda, rejects him because he's evil and. After that, Robotnik gets expelled and commits himself to a life of villainy. Yeah. And just normal things. Yeah, and, like, she still... I mean, it was just funny, because... Like... She rejected him. It, but, like, it doesn't actually say, like... How Lucas was locked up. It's just, like, this is why. And then, yeah. like, the day after. He, like, explains later. The day after... I was locked up. <laughs> it's just like, no explanation. It doesn't this, matter. This does put Robotnik somewhere in his late 40s. Uh, mid to late 40s. That makes sense. Man, those... Lucas and... Uh, Lucinda? Like, look they really look- good for being in their 40s. Yeah, they don't really yeah. look like they've aged at all. Other than the fact that Lucas is a giant ball of hair. Yeah. I did very much notice that Lucinda has, like, got the Super Mario Brothers Super Show Toadstool voice. (laughs) (laughs) Toadstool what? Uh, Princess Peach. Uh, The voice actor. Oh, she's got that voice actor. I didn't hear you say voice actor. That was what it was. Totally, uh, yeah, that makes sense. They figure that it's been like 30 years and 
maybe they could like try to find Lucinda and like reunite them and see what happens. Yeah, a normal thing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and they like keep I, I I mean, kind of in the background, they like apparently ask a bunch of people like this is all like off screened because while they're doing that, uh Robotnik is talking to his his two minions. His cronies. Uh Scratch and Grounder. Uh but like Apparently, they're just asking around random people, like, have you seen this woman? Um, I just think that's funny for some reason. To continue the video game metaphor, they're walking up to every NPC and selecting the rumors uh, entry. <laughs> Hell yeah. They're walking up to each people and being like, quick, for $5, do you know a woman? Name one woman. Name a woman. Name a woman. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, that's kind of a question I have for Sonic games sometimes. Like, <laughs> yes, Sonic. Amy and Rouge exist, but... Yeah. For five dollars, like, name two. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're... Off the top of my head, I can name, like, four characters that are women that appear in Sonic games. And I would say... I think, I mean, granted, three out of those four have been playable, but... True, they're... true. It, it's interesting, right? Like, it seems like there's more women in the comics, just based on, like, my very, yeah. very, 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 very limited understanding of the comics. Yeah. Yeah, it, it also just helps that, like, like, the comics are made by different people who make the games, and, like, they True. figure might as well put more women in here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where is the next bit of my notes? Uh, uh, is This oh, is yeah. when, like, Robotnik tells his side, right? Yeah. Uh, well, not quite. I think... I think that happened... No, wait. No, that happens here, I think. No, no. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking through the notes. Yeah, so Robotnik has, like, his hyper-idealized version of the story where he's, like, he, where in his version, he's basically Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a nice suit on. Um, he's, like, presentable. He looks like an adult man instead of a dorky teen. Um but Lucas looks the same, kind of, as he did in his previous one, except he just acts differently. Yeah, he's more aggressive, but... He's like I, a jock. He's a Chad. He does... He is still a good person in Robotnik's vision, but because it's Robotnik, he hates that. <laughs> he, like, says he that they're good? gonna... He says they're going to, like, help some orphans, and Robotnik's, like, disgusting. <laughs> oh yeah yeah he just does it very aggressively so <laughs> he's like we're gonna Whereas, go like, help she's some like, orphans no. uh yeah so like Robotnik does know where Lucinda is she's teaching at a schoolhouse in the Mobian jungle the Moby jungle oh. which I don't think we've seen before is it, wait 
you've probably said this in a previous episode, but they are on Mobius in this show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This take this very much takes place in Mobius. They refer to Mobius a whole lot. They Mobius in this world, just it's not really consistent what Mobius is like. They just have it be whatever the plot needs it to be. It does. Given what the plot needs it to be, though, there is just a lot of wasteland. Yeah. Yeah, there sure is. Wasteland and funny color sky. But yeah. Yeah, like, even though he knows that where Lucinda is, um, Sonic and Tails and Lucas don't. Uh, yeah. But he doesn't know that they don't know, so he sends Scratch and Grounder to go, like, stop Sonic. And, yeah. like, they do, they each have their own attempt, because Robotnik's like, I'll give you anything to get him back. Isn't it Grounder like, who he's just- even willing to- Isn't it Grounder who just wants his toolbox? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I do, like, yeah. <laughs> like, Scratch asks for, like, his fortress, and he's like, yeah, I'll do it. But when Grounder asks for the tool set, he's like- Fine, even the tool set. (laughs) (laughs) And then Uh, uh, Scratch, like, throws one of the wrenches at Grounder so he can get ahead and stuff. He's like, I thought you wanted the tool kit. Fucking loser. Oh, my notes say everyone has a lot of cake in this show. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like... Grounder has so much ass. Like, we know, obviously, Robotnik does, but so does Yeah, Grounder. Robotnik dummy, but they keep drawing this drill with a whole hello amount of cake. But not the chicken. The chicken doesn't get any cake. He's, yeah. Skinny chicken. Not enough meat on that bone. Um, not enough meat. <laughs> what? Uh... I don't remember what happens next. Yeah, let me just check my notes real quick. Uh, so, what happens next is, like, they do some stuff where they, like, set up traps and, oh, and yeah. like, Sonic overcomes them. Uh, you know, Looney Tunes stuff. One of them is, like, Grounder setting up a trap and Sonic having, Sonic overcomes it by, like, having him explain it and demonstrate it. Uh, and the other one is uh, like Scratch tie, uh, like has a bowling ball or um, not a bowling ball a boulder a boulder that he's gonna like drop on Sonic but Sonic just runs and ties a rope around them and connects them to the boulder and they get knocked yeah. off yeah it's and around this yeah this is when they tell yeah um like, oh, we know that you're going to see Lucinda in the Mobius jungle. We know that's where you're going, and that's, like, how they find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, they leave, and, like, Scratching Grounder get flattened by the boulder. So, eventually, Sonic and Tails find where Lucinda is. They find the schoolhouse. Lucinda apparently still misses Lucas after all of these years. Yeah, what uh, the fuck? 
<laughs> yeah, she's teaching the school children the alphabet, and she gets to like R, and she's like, "R is for run." She throws a dart at a picture of Robotnik, and then she like <laughs> goes back to L, and she's like, "L is for Lucas," and then just like stares deeply at a picture of him on his desk for like a few minutes, and that's him cool. as a high schooler. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, that's class. That's it. It's what I'm I'm thinking of that bit from Over the Garden Wall where the school teacher is oh, yeah. singing an alphabet song and she and just, every line is about her ex-boyfriend. It is oh, over yeah. it, it is over the garden wall season. Oh my god. <laughs> She's just going like A is for the the dude who fucking left me all alone. Why is this like a trope for school teachers? Because school teachers are often women and people paint women as vengeful exes. Not to get too serious, but... You know, it's fair and valid. (laughs) It is. (laughs) But in this case, she's not an ex. She's, um... She wants Lucas, and Lucas yeah. sees that because, yeah, the the three of them oversee her teaching, and that all the students love her because they all put an apple on her desk, and she has a big pile of apples. Yeah, Lucas, or Sonic's able to like talk Lucas into going to see her, but before he can, he gets caught by Scratch and Grounder. Uh, yeah, to confess. Yeah, Robotnik's like plotting to woo Lucinda, and. <laughs> It's really funny that Sketch and Grounder were like, oh yeah, she has a picture of you. Not saying that it's a picture that she's throwing darts at. It's very good. Yeah. Robotnik, like, sets up a trap for Sonic where he, like, stuffs Lucas into, like, a volcano. And then when Sonic and Tails get in there, he activates it. Or I think he just causes a cave-in that's... That's, like, sending lava everywhere. Uh, Yeah, he does, like, something to cause it to erupt, and at first it's like, oh no, they're gonna be trapped in there, Um, and it keeps showing the entrance having more and more lava, like, filling up, because it's like, oh no, Sonic and friends can't get out. Um... So Sonic like digs a hole and goes to the Arctic, gets a big old chunk of ice and brings it back and they ride on it to ride into the lava to get out. And he digs Uh. this chunk right out from under a polar bear. And there's just some fantastic polar bear voice work going on here because he just sits there and just goes, whoa, 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 whoa. For like a good minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was kind of a long bit. It was good though. Yeah, Sonic and his friends are able to ride out of the volcano on the ice block. And uh, Sonic has Tails give Lucas a haircut while he fights Robotnik. Uh, I was like, you just gave a child scissors to cut a man's hair. He does a good job. Just remember that. 
He does a great job. He does a fantastic <laughs> job. He even got his old clothes back. Yeah, he apparently yeah, got, he his- even got him close. Yeah, I was like, like, was he wearing those the whole time, or, or did yeah, he get him close? Like, I the mean- whole time, when up to this point, Lucas is just like a ball of hair, and his arms or legs are completely bare, but like- Oh, yeah. Tails- yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining Tails giving him, like, a makeover from, like, Clone High. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. He's just doing a whole makeover sequence while Sonic's dealing with Robotnik. Uh, and he sure does deal with Robotnik, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, um, <laughs> Sonic fucking so- runs ahead and runs into the, uh, the, the school so that when, um, or like the schoolhouse, so that when Robotnik comes in, he knocks on the door and opens the door, and Sonic's there. Or it's not Sonic; it's Lucinda. It's Sonic dressed as Lucinda. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, it's like Bugs Bunny. He dresses up as a girl and kisses him. He doesn't like doing it, but it works. Uh-huh. Funny, funny dress, aha. Uh-huh. It's weird he gets taller. Like, he gets taller while dressed up as Lucinda. It's it's the corset. They, yeah, they do the whole (laughs) bit where he gets taller and curvier because, you know, funny, haha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's so funny that, like, (laughs) is Robotnik, like, uh, uh, Robotnik sees Sonic, uh, but, like, as Lucinda and thinks it's Lucinda. But like later at the the chapel when they get married, he lifts up the veil and it's the same face that he saw before, but realizes it's Sonic. Yeah, it's a Looney Tunes <laughs> gag. Uh, Sonic wearing yeah, mask off. Sonic and Robotnik are now canonically married. Uh, Sonic kisses Robotnik and like dumps rice on him and throws cake at him. While taking very humiliating wedding photos. What a happy couple. (laughs) Yeah, like I said before, they're definitely still married at the end of this episode. And Sonic is planning to divorce Robotnik when it's convenient for him. (laughs) A marriage of convenience for (laughs) one of them, at least. Yeah. Sonic rolls up Robotnik and his goons in a carpet and sends him away and he tells like the judge who's officiating the ceremony that he has another plan he's like you uh, might not be done with work yet is what he says um yeah. and like I, I think i assume like while like the that wedding's happening is when this scene happens where like ta- oh no cuz sonic shows up i forgot um yeah. but yeah, like Tails and Lucas, like all cut up. Oh, not cut. <laughs> what? If, <laughs> what if he had been cut up? Like Tails oh made god. some mistakes. Oh my god! <laughs> I meant to say his hair yeah. is all cut. Um, and he's yeah. good to go, and he looks the same as he did in high school. Um, yeah. And I'm like, damn! I wish I looked the same as I did in high school when I'm forty. <laughs> uh, 
He looks slightly different, but not by much. He looks like not Waldo. Not by much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does. <laughs> well, they did play Where's Lucas. <laughs> uh, Lucas and R- Lucinda are finally reunited. Uh, yeah. By Sonic. Lucas proposes to Lucinda, and Lucinda immediately agrees. Yeah! So, yeah, she's, she's been waiting for 30 long years. Yeah, to date her high school lab partner. <laughs> That's commitment, baby. You know you gotta keep her. Like, to make it faster, they get Vegas married by the judge from before. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking chapel is called, like, Mr. Quickie's <laughs> wedding emporium or something. And I'm like, wow. Jacks it up, jacks him off too. Yeah. Uh, Sonic decides to become the best hedgehog of the wedding, and the judge says a line that I remember from a lot of YouTube poops, which is, and who are you supposed to be? And, and I, he says his gender's hedgehog because he's the best hedgehog and not yeah. the best man. Uh, yeah. We get another Sonic... We get a Sonic says at the end that's basically Sonic telling you that books are good and so is literacy. And yes. Al- and also don't kidnap your high school rival for 30 years and lock him in a cage. I didn't even know Sonic could read. Just kidding. Uh, I think there. I think the bit I want to talk about with literacy in this setting is next time we roll for this. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I might have mentioned it once, but if you've both forgotten it, then that's good. Okay. Uh, let's see. If if not, I might, like, dig through the earlier episodes just in case I didn't miss it. Uh, But anyways, we get to, it's time for episode 14, The Robotnik Express. Duh bears. Duh bears. I I just want to give, like, a little bit of background. Uh, Way back in December of 2008... Someone made a YouTube poop of this called Robotnik Wants KFC, and it was the first YouTube poop I ever watched, and I watched it many times. Oh, and, my God. oh Lord. I mean, it doesn't get racist. It's just about chicken. It's No, uh, no, that's why I was saying, oh, my God, like, just remembering YouTube poops. Just remembering yeah. the time Although, of YouTube poops. I- Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you can go, you can go. I was just going to say, like, I mean, a lot of the YouTube poops were just, like, funny and not dumb, but some of them did get, like, weird and racist, but I I didn't think it it was. I I haven't seen that one, I don't think, but... No. Um... Watch me watch it, and, like, it unlocks something in me. (laughs) Have either of you, like, ever watched a YouTube poop and then, like, watched the source material? Uh, uh, yes, but only for like a short thing. Like I didn't watch a whole episode. Like I-, I didn't do this where I like found the episode or anything. I it was specifically some douchebag in a garage. He was like 
Oh. Here I am in my garage. Here in my garage. Yeah. Got this yes. uh, new Lamborghini yeah, yeah. here. Hollywood Hills. Yeah, 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 that one. And I watched the original, and I was like, this is boring. Why did I watch this? Because, <laughs> like, the YouTube poop's funny. Like, it's very good. I think, like, the deal with it was, like, the Here in My Garage, the original video was, like, in a bunch of YouTube ads. And that's why people parodied it. That makes sense. So, like, watching this, and then, like, seeing, like, the original lines in the proper order feels very weird and uncanny, but I kind of <laughs> like it. I've experienced this before with another YouTube poop that was like, a St- Stephen and Buck dismantle the establishment. In my mind, the correct version of that episode is the YouTube poop. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, let's get into the actual episode. Uh, Scratch and Grounder are uh, piloting a... I don't know what the word for this is, but driving a train? Yeah. Uh, uh, conducting a train. Conducting, yeah. yeah. And they're, like, arguing with each other because they want to be the better minion. Well, they want to do the more fun jobs because, the, well, you know, they want to play with the whistle not shovel the coal, but one of them has to do one and one has to do the other. And Sonic and Tail. Well, don't the bears show up first? Yeah. Yeah, the bears I- are like sitting on a ridge. Or sorry, duh bears. Duh bears are sitting on a ridge. And yeah, they're, they're like, like, steal from the rich. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, the that's one of Eggman's trains, so it's our like civic duty to rob it. The- these like country bear ass motherfuckers. Uh, their names are Big Grizz and Big Mike, and uh, and they're married. They are definitely married. They decide to go off and do a train heist for for fun and profit. Sonic and Tails are now like trying to stop it because the Robotnik Express is carrying a shipment of bombs, and there's like there's like a bit where. Where, like, Scratch and Grounder send off the caboose to, like... Which is, like, a super-sucking vacuum trap that (laughs) catches them. But before that, they, like, end up locking the train into place because they do all these protocols so that the train keeps going. This is only important because they, like, make it go on the wrong track. And this is, like, the whole plot of the episode is to, like, stop it from being yeah. on this track yeah, uh, because there's like a big hole. There's a big gap. Yeah. Um, there's like a broken bridge overlooking a Buffalo village. I loved the Buffalo. I, I love see them those again. Buffalo. I, I assume they never show up again. Yeah. <laughs> the bears or dub bears as they always refer to themselves are like gonna save Sonic and tails, but like, Sonic and Tails already rescue themselves, and when they, like, get there to, like, save them, all that's left are Scratch and Grounder, who are now in the trap that was set up. So, Scratch decides to take advantage of this and, like, pretend to be Sonic and Tails. Yeah. Because like, it it's ta- like, the bears are, like, you know, the whole, like, point of the bears is, like, oh, they're not very bright, or whatever, and, like... they've. 
Um, yeah, they've, ne- they've, they've never, never seen them Son- before. Yeah, they've only, like, heard of them vaguely. Like, Browner has, like, a trouble catching on to this bit. Uh, it's all Scratch's idea. Um, so, Dub Bears are gonna, like, catch up and beat who they think are Scratching Grounder with the help of who they think are Sonic and Tails. Uh, we get, like, the whole bit of exposition about how there's a, there's a village that's gonna, like, that could get destroyed if this train, like, crashes. We see, we see, like, these, uh, bridge workers, and, like, Sonic warns them. They're like, this won't be done for, like, another year. Sonic tells them- you have five minutes. When they hear that there's only five minutes until the train gets there, they run away. I love them. Sonic comes up with a plan. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't- a lot of these bits I only remember because I watched that YouTube poop so many times so many years ago. Um, this one, like, the plan they have is kind of weird, uh, because they can't get the thing to, like, jostle the train to, like, stop it since, like I said before, it, like, ground or locked it into place. Um, and they, like, put a tree down for the other, like, there's another lever that they can't get that's, like, you know, like the lever that people pull to like tr- shift tracks. Um, so they put a tree down on it to like have the train shove the pole. So uh, the reason, like, I wouldn't remember this either. It's just like the tr- because the tree like was just like so important later and stuff. But it seems like a weird plan, and. I don't know if it would. I mean, doesn't matter, but because it's cartoon. But I wonder if that would work in real life. Let's see. Dub bears catch up to the train, and like they they're like about to like attack Sonic and Tails, but then like they hit like this rock arch that the train goes under. Then there's another gag where Sonic shows up dressed as a train conductor and asks for tickets. Of course none of them have tickets. They they broke into this train. Uh, Sonic, like, tricks them into going into an opposite train, which causes them to run into a water tower or something. Oh, no, but yeah, they, like, go on a, one train and then he dress he fools them again and is like, oh, nope, you were on the right train before. And then they crash into a water tower. There's a lot of weird shifting them around. <clears throat> yeah. Meanwhile, we get like a scene of Robotnik. He's like, he reveals like he needs these bombs to like finish building like a huge amount of missiles that he's going to like shoot at every like rebellious group on Mobius. Like anyone who's against him, he's gonna like rain missiles upon. Yeah, uh, it's a missile full of missiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the factory line is just dropping smaller missiles into bigger missiles, which I want to yes. know how that works. Does he shoot the missiles and the little missiles uh, come out, or does it just make one bigger explosion? I feel like this is going to be like one of those Borderlands weapons where it 
blows up and then turns into a bunch of smaller projectiles. Excellent. Yeah, I also just figure, like, maybe each one has a little one inside it, since I feel like these kind of cartoons like to do those kind of gags that have, like, the the nesting dolls of bombs. He needs to make the turtle bomb from the OVA again. You need to make what? The turtle bomb from the OVA. Oh, oh yeah. That very, very... From the OVA. <laughs> that very slow but fun turtle bomb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. Robotnik tries to, like, call up Grounder on his, like, internal phone. Uh, Grounder, like, Scratch and Grounder come up with some shit to, like, keep the bears from noticing and... And, like... I think there's, like, a bit about Robotnik... Like, just hearing a bunch of nonsense and saying, that better have been a wrong number. Yeah. It's just, I think it's funny that they have to, like, hide their robots, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah, the phone starts ringing, (laughs) and the one bear, I think Grizz is like, what is that? And (laughs) Scratch is like, oh, you know, it's his stomach. And he's like, that's a weird way for his stomach to rumble. He's like, it's because he had onion rings. And Grizz is like, oh, that sounds okay. And then he breaks into the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, So for this next, like, bit of plan... Scratch and Grounder get uh, the Da Bears to start a landslide. Da Bears. I love Da Bears. Maybe I'll just... Let's go... Let's go Bears, baby. Love Da Bears. Uh, (laughs) Love Da Cubs. (laughs) That's baseball team. There might be a Bears, too. I'm not a sports person. Me neither. I only know the great, the great online sport of baseball. <laughs> of course. Um, so, yeah, Big Gris starts a landslide, and then Sonic like realizes that if if like the train hits it now, it'll just blow up, and since Tails is on there right now, it'll kill Tails or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the rocks like. Because they the the bears like close up the tunnel with the rocks, so it'll explode. And I'm like, at first I'm like, wait, tails can fly away, but I realize they're in a tunnel. That actually does make sense that he can't stop fast enough. Um, so Sonic like dresses up as like a coach or something with like a bear belly. It's very weird uh, to like tell the bears. Daw bears to uh, clear the the rocks out of the way, uh, because it's he calls it. He says it's like a pathetic, pathetic thing. He calls it kitty litter at some point because funny small rocks. Uh, yeah, it's he says like it's not a good enough way to block them, and they need to set up a real barricade. So the they clear it out. Mm-hmm. They yeah, clear it the barricade. The barricade. Oh yeah, they clear it out in time for tails. But then the bears, and 
scratching around her all form like uh like a human barricade well none of them are human but you know what i mean like a person barricade yeah a being barricade a barricade uh yeah true yeah um and it it smashes the robots to pieces but the bears are still on the train yeah because it goes too fast for them to stop, I should say. The yeah. the barricade doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. At, at this point, they realize, like, if the bears are outside of the train, then they're going to, like, be pincushioned to death when they go through this next obstacle, which is a forest of cacti. This is also in SpongeBob, actually. Uh, yeah. It's all. Oh no! Oh no! It was not cacti. Oh no! It's educational television. <laughs> oh um, no! <laughs> and then he turns into a radio. Um, I guess educational television turns you into a radio. Yeah. And that's why we're all podcasters because we're all radios. Um. So full circle, they- baby. <laughs> Sonic like runs to go get the tree. That he was going to use to, like, make the train go on the other tracks to, like, push the bears out of the way. He, like, puts it in front of them so that they get, like, knocked up onto the train so they don't get, like, prickled to death. Because the train's, like, front, like, pushes through the cactuses enough that they only get, like, remnants of cacti on them and they're like thanks for saving us sonic and tails explain that they're not that they're actually sonic and tails and not scratching grounder they demonstrate it yeah they demonstrate first by like showing that tails has two tails because he's tails then sonic breaks into da bears's home and gets big grizz's honeypot and they finally understand, so Sonic comes up with a plan to save the Buffalo Village by... Basically, he just... He and the bears go up ahead in their car and, rep- and like, build a ramp to send the, the train flying over. Tails is still on the train and is able to dis- distract Scratch and Grounder long enough to keep them from ruining things. The train... Like, flies over the Buffalo Village, and uh, the day's saved. However, the train's still able to get to Robotnik. But... And still has the bombs. Oh, no. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's... It's still gonna get to Robotnik's and still has the bombs, Hopefully they can stop it in time. There's one problem. Yeah. There's... They... They, like, call up Robotnik and just awkwardly admit that they can't stop the train in time and the like bomb fact the missile factory explodes and they go flying off on a rocket the episode ends with uh a big explosion that and they're all dead uh, yeah and sonic <laughs> and fine. sonic says there's nothing more beautiful than robotnik exploding yeah. 
Or he says there's like one more thing that would be better. And I assume it's when he says curse you, Sonic the Hedgehog. But he like snaps weirdly. Did you notice this? I I feel like the snap is like, this is exactly when it's going to explode. I think that's why he does it. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it, the timing was weird because of just like an animation error or if it was like on purpose. Okay. <laughs> uh... Sonic and Tails run off into the sunset, ending the episode. And we get another Sonic Says. This time it's it's a skit and not a lecture. Like, Scratch and Grounder show up in a car in disguise and tell Tails to come with them. Because Sonic's in danger. And Sonic shows up to let Tails know you should never ride in a car with a stranger. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. they could be in disguise, scratch and grounder. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, and that's the bit. Um, that's the episodes for today. Why don't we move on to answering some questions? Uh, if you want to send in a question to the Sonic Shuffle, you can... You can either respond to a tweet we make on the day of, or if you want to send one in earlier or at your leisure, you can send one in any time to our Discord in the channel titled Ask Zone. We didn't get any Twitter questions, I don't think. No, we didn't. didn't. Yeah. And, but we did get a... Some questions in the ask zone. Uh, once again, I, I like posted the message too late. Uh, and like I sent it the day of when I really want to start like posting it like earlier in the week. So to give people more time. That being said, uh, we got about five questions, which is plenty. It'll give us plenty to discuss. It's no problem. Our first question comes in from James the Cat Girl, who asks, Is this where owl bears come from? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Owl bears aren't. They're like a. They're like in D and D, right? Yeah, I they're D and D thing. Only come across them like once in a campaign, so that's why I'm like. Uh, they, they is it D and D or is it Avatar: The Last Airbender? <laughs> Could be either. Uh, it's a D and D thing. Yeah, uh, it's D and D. Yeah, it's one of those monster manual creatures that people remember because it's weird. It's it's a bear and also an owl, or maybe it's more owl than bear, or more bear than owl, depending on how how the manual and how your GM have chosen to interpret it. Yeah. I love the monster manual. I have one here. I just it just has like some fun little guys in it. Yeah. I'm like these yeah. are all friends, even the evil ones. <laughs> in my opinion, there is no evil monster or monster race because fuck that shit. That's bad. That's bad. Uh that's bad GMing. That's bad writing. Agreed, yeah. but <laughs> that's why I keep fucking like changing the game. I'm like, no, 
<laughs> I don't like this uh, manual. I don't like this rule. It sucks. <laughs> Dump it all out. <laughs> Just, uh, this race is objectively evil. No, not anymore. Yeah. Sidmon asks, what did you think of the robotic remixes in Siva Gunner's King for Another Day contest? My favorites are Nine Inch Hedgehog Stew and I Win, I Win, I Win. <clears throat> I haven't listened to these I, King for a Day ones. I've listened to Sylvia Gunner before, but <clears throat> is it Sylvia Gunner or Sylvia? I don't know. Uh, the thing is, like, it's like Siva. <laughs> it can be either Silva or Siva Gunner. Uh, like the whole gimmick is like the second I is a capital I, so it looks like an L. That's right. That's right. Have you listened to these, Dan? I... No, but I ha- I didn't like have enough time to listen to them all today. I listened to two of them, but I think I might try to like listen to them later and add like my thoughts in post. Oh hell yeah! So you'll get like Dan's thoughts because I also didn't listen to them and I do not edit yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Devin, what, Did you, what it, Devin, were you saying before? Oh, I've only listened to a few of them, so I can't have a strong opinion on this. Hi, this is Dan, reporting in about a week after our original recording. I'm in the middle of editing, and I took some time to listen to some of those tracks. I didn't listen to all of them all the way through, or even all of them, but it was a pretty good selection, and... I'll admit, Jasmine was right. Nine Inch Hedgehog Stew's really good. I also enjoyed uh, the uh, Marina Madness song, uh, Grass Skirt Crowd Kill. I really enjoyed the Big Pingus Machine. That one was really good. I also listened. I also really liked uh, Find That Hedgehog. That was good too. That's all I really have to say now. Uh, see ya. Jakey asks, the episode is called Best Hedgehog. Who's your personal best hedgehog? Mine is Cold Steel. Everyone's is Cold Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not mine. I'm I, just kidding. Yeah, it's cool. Um, honestly, my best hedgehog is a little more obscure, but one I really love called Hank the Chog. Uh, Chog! Yeah. <laughs> Hank the Chog is Chip Cheesum's Sonic OC, who is... <laughs> uh, there's this incredible video by Chip Cheesum where, after doing a stream of Star Trek Borg on a Windows 95 emulator, he just went into MS Paint and started drawing... A cartoon hedgehog. <laughs> like, like, he, like, had an I Like, the character technically existed before that, but, like, he really expanded on the lore of the character during that. that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Hank the, so Chog, Hank the Chog <clears throat> has two quills, unlike Sonic, who has three. Uh, he, he has a scar. He has a sword that he uses with his backhand because his his like front hand was damaged. It 
at, as punishment for his crimes, uh, he... <laughs> he doesn't use guns because they're not honorable. Uh, and he has a super cool <laughs> girlfriend named Monica the Mongoose. And <laughs> you can learn all, all about this and more by looking up Secret Chippewa Stream on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. That I sounds like, incredible. <clears throat> I, I like Hank the Chog more than most Joke OCs because... I feel like with a lot of joke OCs, Cold Steel included, it's more making fun of people who make those OCs, whereas Hank the yeah. Chog is more of a laughing with you sort of thing where like, yeah, I did this when I was a when I was a kid and it was it was harmless and fun. Yeah, I um I mean, I don't have a favorite I don't even remember like the joke with Cold Steel, but um I do like legitimately like the uh sonic characters that people make for that that game uh oh yeah the the characters for sonic forces yeah yeah for sonic forces like um i know keith has uh uh uh, uh put it a bunch in our discord and i liked yeah. all the ones they did uh i just i think it's nice like even though I never went through a Sonic OC phase, I, you know, obviously went through furry phase, so similar yeah. concept. Yeah. Honestly, I wish I had... I wish I had made OCs when I was a kid, because the problem was, around the same time I got into Sonic, I was online enough to hang around people who made fun of Sonic OCs, and I was... Too ashamed uh-huh. to make yeah. one myself. I did make a bunch with the Sonic Forces character creator, and I enjoyed that. Maybe one day I'll make a proper Sonic OC. Let's go on to our next question from Keith, who asks, Follow up to my question from earlier. How does Shadow manage to top when he spends so much time <laughs> studying the blade? And Keith has he included... Doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't top, he but he does study the blade. Top. Yeah. They yeah, they include a picture of Shadow holding a giant blade. And yeah. uh it's Wait. unusual Wait. because usually Shadow has guts. It, what was that? Is Shadow Volcel? Um <laughs> you know oh, no. it He might I, be. I think Shadow is Volcel. If he were any of these cell types of people, he would very much be ball cell. He uh, would be like to he be has no time for to, oh. <laughs> He's like, he I, needs yeah. to be ball cell to um to like keep his uh chaos control. Like that's yeah. the only way. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have no as time know, for this. As we know from the the official, as we know from. From a uh, Sonic team, Shadow canonically has no friends, despite the protests <laughs> of every person who likes Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, he all alone, he, nobody care him. He he nobody has this big sword is in fact from the from Shadow the Hedgehog, the game where Shadow has a gun. Uh, oh. it's, he has many yeah, weapons. It's an unlockable. 
Yeah. It's like this unlockable weapon you get from completing one of the routes. I think either one of the hero routes or neutral routes. I can't remember. It's... And Shadow definitely does use... Like, if Shadow doesn't have a gun, he's definitely got a sword. And it's definitely going to be a katana. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I just pictured Shadow in, like, a fedora holding a katana. So. Yeah. <sighs> he does study yeah. the blade. Well, you Shadow says to Shadow says to uh let's say Shadow says to Sonic, while you were busy making friends, I studied the blade. <laughs> 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 I like that your your Kaiba voice is it's very similar to your shadow voice. It's very good. Cause I think I was like, hmm, yeah, Kaiba would say that too. Yeah, they're kind of the same person. <laughs> they're kind of the same character. They're kind of the same person. They are very similar. Uh I hate it. <laughs> is Shadow just That's Kaiba's how- OC? Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe. I think you've unlocked it. I think you've done it. I think you're right. I've discovered a dark secret. I think the FBI is knocking on my door. Actually, <laughs> he might. He would probably have a like a like a like a. It would be a dragon. One. It would be. A I don't dragon. know if there's dragons in Sonic Universe. I was gonna say dragon. There is now because it's Kaiba. He would not choose oh, tra- anything else. You're right. You can make anything a Sonic OC, and there are a couple dragons. There's one specific dragon I can think of who was, like, in Sad AM and the comics, and, like, during the Archie reboot got it, like, a redesign to look more like a traditional Sonic character. Um, uh, but yeah, Kaiba's, if Kaiba has an OC, it's a dragon, uh, and, uh, let's, I guess we'll move on to the next question. The last question for today. Flutterdark asks, how does it take Sonic any time at all to catch up with the train? Like, legit, he should be there in one sec. Um, um he's obviously he, waiting for Tails. Yeah. Yeah. And frankly, whenever he's on his own, it does seem like he's doing it in one sec. Yeah, he- I don't know why I said obviously. I guess it's not, like, that obvious, but... Because in this show, Tails does go, like, nearly as fast as Sonic anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he goes almost as fast. It also just looks better animated. Like, that's the boring answer. (laughs) I like my answer better with Tails, but... I mean... Yeah, sometimes they just like to slow down a little to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. They're friends. Yeah. Sonic's going for maximum score, not maximum speed. True. So, I think that covers all our questions. Yeah. Um, Let's roll for next week, why don't we? I've got my die here, I've got my list open. Let's roll. Um, we rolled zero again, uh, which means... That's ten, right? 
Yeah. Which means we're going into the miscellaneous. Uh, I I kind of have an idea. Uh, I think I think for this one, we're gonna watch like some short cartoons that okay. don't really fit into like any of the wider canon. So we're going to be watching three short cartoons. One is called Man of the Year. One is called Night of the Werehog. And one is the OKKO Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Oh, hell yeah. I love that episode. It's a good show. It's very much like... It sort of encapsulates what it was like to watch cartoons and anime in the 2000s growing up. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we'll see you next week with... uh, those cartoons. And with that, I think we can take it to the close. I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all of those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find my comedy Twitter at Xbox underscore Holiday. You can find my art blog and my Kodash fee, where for as little as $3, you can commission something from me. And you can find the other three podcasts I'm on, which are Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, we, just before this recording, I recorded a bonus episode for our Patreon. Uh, so go ahead and donate to that if you want. Um, there's Stranger's Fiction, a, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, let's see, we, recently an episode went up that was, like, from a cancelled Beam Saber campaign, uh, where we, like, created our squad. Um, you can, and you can listen to Disney Minus, a, a, uh, Disney podcast I do with, uh, Stephen Marshmallow and uh, I, I always forget her name. I, I'm still getting to know her. Uh, I think her name's Cat. Uh, so yeah, you can uh, you can uh, listen to those. Um, more. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at haunting the morgue, haunting the m o r g. Uh, from there you can find my podcasts um including this one uh the first one being uh the first series for wow cool robot um i was the co-host for i feel like maybe i should stop but i'll keep advertising it for a while because i i think it's cool even though it's past me um hello mark yep what can you not hear me hello 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 um, Wait, did Mark? Uh... Oh no! You've Shit. returned. What is that? Oh, there you are. Hello. I can hear you again. That was weird. Nothing like changed on my end, so or at least it didn't look like it. Uh, that was weird. Uh, I'll just start again, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless you heard me already, start talking. Uh. 
you left off at Wow Cool Robot. Was there something else you wanted to mention? Yes. Uh, other than uh, Wow Cool Robot, which, yeah, I was just on the first series. Um, and uh, I started a new podcast, uh, Departure Lounge, a uh, Hunter Hunter uh, podcast. Uh, not rewatch. It's uh, not for me, at least. Uh, my two co-hosts are rewatching the show this is my first time watching it um the only airplane themed hunter hunter podcast <laughs> i can claim that the only one i can claim that <laughs> i can't claim to be the only yeah. hunter hunter but i can claim to be the only airplane themed hunter hunter podcast <laughs> <laughs> hey i we decided on departure lounge and i rolled with it you know <laughs> don't worry i chose the worst option that keith gave me when they gave me the list of titles no <laughs> <laughs> people know what you mean though yeah and uh devin where can we find you um, you can find me at Twitter at Groovin Gasly. Um, I don't really need to give my Tumblr because I'm very really on it for anything podcast related. So, um, you can also find me on another Hunter Hunter podcast <laughs> that I do with Keith called Gone Will Hunting. And we just posted episode six, or at least it should be going up in a second. And then that, yeah. That is the other of the four Hunter Hunter podcasts that I think that we there are. Yeah, like y'all follow me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> what just I happened? follow you. This other Hunter Hunter podcast has found both of us, which is just fantastic because I get my content from them. Um, <laughs> there's like four of us, and we all know each other. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, but I have what to refrain th- from looking at those Twitters so I don't get spoilers. <laughs> yeah, do not look. I post a lot of Gone and Killua moments, and there are very much spoilers in those moments. Do not look at do not look at a feed. I won't. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I have no self control. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. He's the only blue lab that matters. The only one. Just one. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.